Trey Lewis with Good Landing Recovery, and you're listening to The Comeback. I want to read something from one of Rick Warren's recent devotionals. In 1927, American submarine collided with a Coast Guard vessel off the coast of Provincetown, Massachusetts, and began to sink. The Coast Guard and Navy sent divers to assess the damage and begin a rescue operation. As the divers got close to the submarine, they heard a sailor tapping on the hull in Morse code. He asked, is there hope? We are inundated with so much tragedy. For example, over 70,000 drug overdoses in 2017. According to the Center for Disease Control, over 88,000 people each year die from alcohol-related deaths. Recently, I heard a statistic that there's over 300 million drug addicts on planet Earth and that the success rate in general is about 20%. And with all of these types of statistics and this type of data, you know, just like this person who is sinking in a submarine begins to tap out, is there hope? Like, is there any hope in all of this? And I will tell you that there is good news and there is hope. I want to talk with you guys a little bit about my story as we enter into this new podcast that there's going to be a theme. It's going to be a theme today. It's going to be a theme in general that as people listen here, we're going to explore topics and we're going to get into hard discussions and all of that, but that the underlying issue is that there, that there is hope, that there's real hope and his name is Jesus. By the time I was 24 years old, I'd gone through 10 treatment centers. At that point in my life, uh, I remember so vividly what it was like to, to know failure and to know it well, and to remember what it was like for really every single person that was close to me or people that were you know, in my family that at one time had great hope for my life and that saw great potential. But at that point of my life, and this is you know, their account, is that they had lost all hope for me. Maybe I had a praying grandmother that had still held on to some faith, and, and, I, and I really believe that she did. But I'm talking about my dad, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, all of that, that there was no hope for my life. And I started to think that. I started to think, you know, is there, the only way that I'm going to survive is inside of a treatment center. Am I institutionalized? Am I going to be able to make this? And so um, after my 10th treatment center, I remember graduating on October the 11th, and less than 24 hours later, I was on a flight to San Antonio where I enlisted in the United States Air Force. And I was thinking that, you know, maybe it was a lack of discipline. Maybe it was just, you know, and, and somehow in my upbringing and everything that I did that, you know, that, that coaches and teachers and all these people couldn't reach me, but maybe the United States Air Force, that Uncle Sam was going to be able to give me the discipline that I was lacking. There's some sayings, or there's a saying in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous, and it says, wherever you go, there you are. And even though I was 2,500 miles away from home in a different location, and though I had on a, a uniform of the greatest military that the world has ever known, the inside of me was still messed up, and it was very, very messed up. And I, I understood that even though I'd moved all the way across the United States, that I was still 
had the same faulty paradigms that I still believed all the lies about myself and about God and about his love for me and all of that. And then I ended up getting my fourth DUI, started doing drugs again, you know, even out there in the midst of, you know, what should have been a season of success. And I just thought, man, here, here we go again. Here we go again. And it was during that time that God encountered me that really for the very first time did I, did I get a real revelation of how much that he loved me, that he had a plan for my life. And then here were the game changers. It was there that I, that I found a group of, of young people that you know, really believed in the Lord and they walked their faith out. So I would learn these truths, but then I would actually see it lived out by a group of people. And I just thought to myself, like, I cannot believe this. Like, this is actually real. And it was during that season that I started to grow and I started to develop and realize that there is real hope and that there is a real opportunity for people to be able to change even if the rest of the world and society has written them off. Very excited to enter into this journey with you guys. And it is my hope that as we explore addiction and that we explore you know, some of you know, the greatest challenges and failures that in the midst of that, that we are going to discover that there is great hope and that your comeback story really can begin. That, that, that's it. I want all of us, you know, and some of you that are listening to this, that, you know, addiction has is, is never hit your life, but there's other issues in your life and there's fear and there's anxiety and there's all these, these things that plague our lives. But even in the midst of that, that if we will enter in to a season to give focused attention, okay, how are we going to overcome this? You know, then we're going to know great victory and that we're going to see a real comeback story. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It is a privilege and an honor to be able to serve you. If you or someone in your family is struggling with addiction, please give us a call. It's 770-570-7422.